Tasha Jerry podcast. Jerry's back after his one week hiatus from the pod. We're here to talk about the first week of April sports. The Masters are here, college basketball, the final four. Championship game is tonight as we record this, plus the start of baseball. And just throw in one more thing there, Jerry. Sam Darnold was traded for a ton of draft picks. That dude sucks. Dude, let's go. I was not missing Masters week. Unfortunately, I had to miss last week, but so fucking pumped to be back on this pod again. Talking the Masters, college basketball, Sam Darnold. I mean, who would have thought we'd get him off the top? But before we get to any of that, I got to introduce Drew. He's back. He was here for the last Masters tournament, bringing the heat as (laughs) usual for that. Drew, how we doing? I'm doing very well. I'm happy to be back on this pod. Again, talking about the Masters. It seems to be my specialty now. Uh, <laughs> when the Masters uh, comes, we got to bring in Drew Colbert. That's damn right. Uh, no, it's a, it's a good time of year. So I'm, I'm excited to get into this. I'm very excited. I mean, there's, just, there's no one telling you about the different colors at, at Augusta National than Drew Colbert on pod <laughs> when it comes around. They're different than November, Drew. I'll tell you that much. Yes, they are. <laughs> the, azaleas are. Are the azaleas are back. The dogwoods <laughs> are back. Course looking so nice. The Masters so before, are back. The Masters is back. That's right. But before we get started here, hit that subscribe button. Go get this pod in your feed. You don't have to remember to search it every week and give us a rating. Let us know what you think. And check out the Nick's Picks pod starring Nick Robin talking basketball and pop culture. Boys, the Masters is back. The Masters Challenge is officially back too. Get that, get that stuff in by Wednesday night. Three golfers, one uh, odds 25 to 1 or less, one odds 50 to 1 or less, and one golfer odds 100 to 1 or greater. So you've got you know your favorite, your mid-tier guy, and a long shot. But, guys, how dope is the Masters, Drew? I mean, we love it. It's just amazing. Like, best tournament of the year. Yeah, it is, and we are we're very spoiled to have two masters within six months. I think that's that's pretty that's pretty awesome. Uh, I was we were checking deprived, the <laughs> deprived I, of it last season. I know, literally. Uh, I was checking the weather in Augusta. Looks like it's gonna be some some thunderstorms there. I checked. That's what it was this morning. Oh, so I think really? uh, like literally starting we'll playing Thursday, a little soft Thursday to Sunday. It was it was it was low chances, but that's what I saw. So I think that'll be interesting to keep an eye out for. I mean, those conditions at Augusta, you can you can really attack Flagstick. It's just tough with the narrow narrow fairways. But so I actually might and Augusta usually it's built for guys who get pretty long off the tee. But with weather like that, it might be a you know, a leveler or whatever. You know, an equalizer. There, there's a great equalizer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's much easier if you can shoot for those pins. You, you know, Augusta's famous for you hit it like one foot off on the green and the ball rolls thirty feet yeah. down <laughs> the creek. Ray's yeah. Creek there on like number thirteen, so uh, that that might change things. Drew with a little scoop there, but um, let's talk about who we like. I mean, I put together some storylines here. You've got Dustin Johnson coming off his first Masters. I mean, this guy was always in the mix, and he finally got one last year. So, I mean, what do we think of his chances? I mean, repeating at Augusta National is. I mean, I say this a lot about golf. Repeating is one of the toughest things to do in golf, uh, let alone at the best major of the entire year. So not to jump ahead to who we're picking in group one, two, and three of our betting pool, which I'm thrilled about, uh, but I don't like DJ's chances at all, even though he is the odds-on favorite for the entire tournament. I just don't think he goes back-to-back. Yeah, I think it's tough to go back-to-back as well. Um, 
and I think there's a lot of guys that are that are on the come up here that are gonna that are gonna make a good push for it this year, this tournament. I mean, it is tough to go back to back, but that was a pretty dominant performance he had just what like five months ago at this course. So oh, I don't destroyed think destroyed the course. He's twenty off. under. It was disgusting. I mean, it's, it's, it, I mean, he put Augusta exactly, and you to know shame. he's going to be confident <laughs> coming in here. He's the he's the he's the favorite coming in. Like I. I would, it would not surprise me. I mean, normally I'm one to say no one's going to win it back to back, but if someone did it, I think it might be DJ. Uh, but speaking of back to back, Jordan Spieth, I mean, he's back, I guess. He won the uh, tournament last week in Texas, and um, he's been known to play well at the Masters, kind of, uh, also known for an epic collapse there. But uh, any chance he's going to be in the mix this week? You know, I mean, Speed's been one of those dudes who hasn't had it for the last, like, two, three years, and everyone was waiting for him to figure it out. And he just so happens to figure it out. I mean, he's been in contention, actually, a lot earlier this year, but hasn't finished. Last week, he finally finished and won it. But, again, going to the same point, going back-to-back tournaments, winning it. Um, he's definitely in great form. And when Speed's in great form, he's tough he's to play in well. this field. He has been. He has been. But I think... Uh, I'm not going to say he doesn't have the hunger, but he is coming off of a win, and he's already won at the Masters. I just don't think it's his year to repeat. I don't think he's going to pull Bubba Watson and go get a second one here. I don't know. I think with the talent that he has coming off a win like that, you know, he's got, he's got the juices going. He's got his confidence, confidence back. back. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's like, all right, I'm, I'm sure like, I can do this. And he's, I mean, obviously a fantastic golfer. I don't know, Jerry. I wouldn't sleep yeah. on him. Listen, Jordan Speed's confidence is. I'm sleeping on back. Jordan Speed. I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping on Speed. One bad hole and he's going to completely melt down. It's going to be a disaster. Um, <laughs> how about Bryson, though? I mean, I picked Bryson last year in this Masters Challenge. I thought he might be able to low key just like overpower this course with his length. I mean, the Masters is not a super long uh, tournament there. So I think like if you can hit it straight and accurate with his distance, He's going to be able to shoot really low. But, yeah, but uh, his problem is the accuracy, not the distance. Like, sometimes you see him spray it 50 yards to the right. Exactly. I mean, but Jerry, and and Augusta's not the place the you want to miss, though. Right now. Yeah, okay. That's but... true. But he's number one. And he yeah. said last year at the Masters, like, it, he had this whole, like, head, like, balance issue or something he was talking about. I, I mean, I'm not, I don't exactly know what that is, but. Like one of these years at Augusta, he's going to shoot twenty under, and I want to have him in the Masters Challenge when he does that. <laughs> Just keep picking him. One of these times, you got to be right. I mean, yeah, he's definitely right. good enough, and he's putting the time and the work where he is in a position where he could win the tournament. Uh, but Bryson's one of those dudes who either runs away with it or falls apart. It's not like he's like battling back and forth with these guys whenever he is up there by the lead. Unlike Brooks Kepka, who usually has a pretty good battle. And is like down two or three strokes and then comes back on the back nine and forces an overtime. Um, that guy's absolutely electric, but he hasn't, you know, been in great form because he's been injured. What do you make of his chances this, this year? Did, did you see the, uh, I think he tweeted it out. Like it was some article saying like Kepka injured his knee, like out for eight weeks. And this was like a few weeks ago. So they're saying he's going to be out for the masters. And he tweeted, retweeted back this week like as he's in Augusta, he <laughs> tweeted out the michael jordan gif and i took that personally so uh yeah he's he's back and uh 
I'll never count Brooks Kepka out because that dude's an absolute gamer. But I mean, with the whole injuries and the amount of golf he's played, I just don't really, I, it's hard for me to imagine him uh, playing really well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But he does roll out of bed and win majors. You know, he doesn't care about all the other tournaments. He, he I mean, he just wakes up Thursday morning and goes, ah, oh, it's a major and dominates. So it, I'm not really worried about his form, regardless of what tournament he's coming into, as long as it has that major connotation with it. Yeah, I mean, you got to love Kepka. I, I love Kepka. I just, when I see his odds are like, his, I mean, he's in the second group here. His odds are plus 2,800. Like, I just don't know if they should be that high. It's kind of a like common. It's definitely knowledge. a mispricing. Yeah, you can't be yeah. you can't be putting him at twenty eight to one to go win the Masters. He should be in Group One. You're kind of getting a steal in Group Two if you go with him. Uh, little foreshadowing here. I'm not going with him. I'm not going to take the first guy in Group Two in our little tournament challenge here. I'm going to go away from chalk, unlike the March Madness tournament, which we'll get to. Uh, Drew, I wanted to ask you. I know you're a big John Rom fan. Thoughts on him uh, taking this tournament? Uh, I mean, I am a big John Rom guy. Uh, I don't know. I, he's you know, new. He's played great golf. He's been in the mix. I mean, he could win this easily, and I think that that would not be a bad pick. I, I would see if if Kepka doesn't make the cut, I would not be shocked. If John Rom doesn't make the cut, I would be pretty shocked. I mean, John Rom's going to be in the mix. He's a really good golfer. He's playing well. I like him. And uh, I think, I mean, there's a few guys here who need to break through at some point too. And he's one of them. Like Shoffley is one of them. Patrick Cantlay. Um, Tony Finau. Victor Hovland. Like these guys have all yeah, been playing Yeah, but Finau like golf. had his one shining moment and hasn't really gotten back. So I don't, he's kind of in a weird category there, but I hear you. I hear you. So we're you're not buying in on any of these guys to to win it this year, no one to break through or well, I think we should uh, get into our who we like in group three, two, and one. Let's just transition right into that. Yeah, let's um, let's do it. Jerry, you're yeah. up. Okay, on the hot seat here. Okay, so group three, a lot of good names here. We have uh some some seasoned vets, uh Matt Kucher, Bubba Watson, Jason Day, some younger guys like Matthew Wolf. Um, but a guy I'm going with right here, a guy who I've always seen at the Masters, just hanging around the leaderboard on like Friday afternoon up until like Saturday morning, guy that never gets it done. But, you know, for playing the odds, you want the lowest combined score in the three groups. I'm going with my guy from South Africa, Louis Oosthuizen, who somehow kind of turns on and just kind of hangs around at Masters. I don't expect him to get the job done to really win it. But, hey, if I see that top 10, top 20 leaderboard at Augusta National, Louie's been there time and time again, so he's my guy in Group 3 that I'm rolling with. High, not too high of an upside, but a very, very high floor, and that's why I'm taking my guy, Louie Ustazen. I like that pick pick out of you, Jerry. He's always in the mix. Uh, He's always in the mix there, and I think he'll he'll probably make the cut. Um, How about we go, uh, Drew, you want to give your Group 3? We'll go through all the Group 3s and then 2s and then 1s. All right, yeah. Uh, so for group three here, uh, something similar to what Jerry said. I, I feel like I always see this guy's name up there on the leaderboard pretty high up. I'm going to go Francesco Malinari. Ooh, uh, one of my favorites. I took him last Ooh. year. <laughs> I'm, out, I'm out on Malinari. <laughs> 
He bumped well, it against Tiger two years ago. <laughs> He's never going to round into form at the Masters again. He blew his one chance. I'm out on Molinari. I think I'm back in. I think I'm back in. <laughs> <laughs> fading Jerry's been known yeah, to work. I, like, uh, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. feel very good fading you, Jerry. I, like, that's, that's thank true. you. That's true. <laughs> All right. In my, my uh, group three pick, I was kind of struggling with this one. I think I'm going to go Justin Rose. Because he's a good putter, and uh, you, you need to putt well to Augusta. And um, he's just a, a classic golf veteran, and so and he hasn't been playing great, but I'll put my confidence in him for Group 3. He's been known to uh, to hang around there at Augusta, so I don't, I don't hate that one. Let's do a reverse swing around back Group 2, Taj. I'm going to send it back to you because I want to I go last on Group 2 here. Yeah, so group two, I mean, I'm I'm trying to think, do I want to do, you know, someone who's going to break through here? Do I want to go with, like, Kapka just because he's dope? Um, and so I think I'm going to side with maybe someone who's uh, going to break it, break through. And I, I do like Finau. Uh, and I, I think I'm going to go with Finau. Uh, he's been playing well. Like I've been, I've been writing about these tournaments in the two TV sports, uh, weekly spotlight, go check that out on two TV sports.com. But, uh, golf's been back for a while and Finau has been playing well. So I'm going to go with Tony Finau with this, uh, pick. I think it's his turn to break through. Okay. Uh, for my group two here, uh, I think this guy, this might come as a shock to you guys. I'm not sure, but this guy is. Honestly, probably my favorite to win it. Uh, I'm pretty hyped on him from what I researched today. Uh, I'm going to go with Daniel Berger. Or Berger. I like that pick. His last name. He's uh, been playing great golf. Has a bunch of top ten finishes from last year and this yeah, year. Great golf. Uh, you know Pebble Beach, the program. He won it this year. He came in fifth last year. Finished ninth in the players. This guy's on fire. He's young, uh, and I think people are kind of sleeping on him. So I, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch him. He's going to definitely be my group two pick, and honestly, my overall pick to win it. I think. He, I think See, this is this is exactly what I'm saying about how a guy like Berger is plus thirty nine hundred. A guy like Kepka is plus twenty eight hundred. Kepka has a higher chance for this to win it than Berger, and I think that's an absolute joke. So yeah. I like that pick. I do like that pick. Um, my pick from group two, I do not think is going to win the tournament, but my pick from group two, this man goes by the name. Of Lee Westwood. Why am I picking Lee Westwood, you ask? This man fucks. <laughs> Lee Westwood fucks. Did you see this man at the Players' Championship swinging his hammer cock around? Just just got engaged. He's walking the course with his fiance, having the time of his life competing at, at the Players' Championship. Yoked out of his absolute mind. He's playing the best goal of his career at 47. The Silver Fox has a little bit of gray stubble. Hair tight to the dome. I mean, this guy's an absolute stud. There's no one I'm pulling for a harder in this tournament than Lee Westwood. That man is playing the most confident golf of all time, and I cannot wait to see him in the leaderboard at this year's Augusta tournament. I love that out of you, Jerry. The old <laughs> man coming into Augusta, looking to, to uh, get his 47 years young. Better on the block. He's, he's better on the yeah, block. <laughs> I think he's going to utilize all that experience. Listen, he has the off-the-court issues figured out now he's literally the happiest he's ever been golf might even be secondary like and he's just destroying courses so i mean i love this guy happy for him um 
Sad I wasn't rooting for him earlier on in his career, really. But, you know, it took me a little while, but I'm glad I made it to, a, to be a Lee Westwood fan. On the bandwagon. I'm on the I'm big time. Lee Westwood won a, won a fan over in this past year. Can't wait to watch him this, this, uh, this week. All right, Drew, you give us your uh, group one pick now. Uh, well, talked about him earlier. I got to stick with my guy, John Rom. Yeah, just, that's a good pick. Uh, you know, <laughs> I have a feeling. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with them. Uh, that, you know, this could be the year. Any year could be the year. I like <laughs> sure. it. He's good. He's a good player. <laughs> just, I'm just going to keep well going said. with them. I'm going to keep going with them until it works out. That's kind of that's kind of my deal with John Rock here. Keep pulling for him. Yeah, Tosh, you want me to go? Uh, I can go. I just wanted to say one thing before I pick. I don't understand why Rory McIlroy is always favored to win these tournaments. I mean, yeah, when was the last time he was good? But uh, and he's got a kid now. He's not even focused on golf. So uh, with that said, I'm not picking him. I think I'm going to go DJ. Like, I think he could repeat. And I think he's playing with a lot of confidence. Like, coming back to the course, he just dominated. Like, there's no way he doesn't do well. Um, so I'm going to go with DJ. He's the favorite, but, uh, I'll take DJ, uh, to go with Finau as my top two guys. I like that. I'm actually group one. I, I'm really split between like three guys. I love John Rob, So it's tough to pick against him. Um, but I, well, I did kind of like Justin Thomas and Xander Shoffley just cause JT has been playing great golf lately. Um, and Xander, I think is of the caliber where he's going to win a major soon. I just don't know which one it's going to be. Rory, I don't like in that group. Spieth, I mentioned, you know, just won last week, so I didn't like him. The Shambo, I'm just not going to be actively rooting for him this Masters this time around, so I don't want to put any money on him. Um, DJ, for the aforementioned reason of, you know, repeating, I think it's hard to do. So I'm between those three guys. Um, to be a little bit different than Drew, I might go JT because she's been playing so well this year. Um, but I, I think my official pick is going to be Justin Thomas, but I will be rooting very heavily for John Robbins and Shoffley from Group 1. Nice. You picked him last year too. I wanted to pick JT, but I, I don't like his uh I don't like how he thinks he's won six majors even though he hasn't he, accomplished shit. It's weird because his game is like there's not one thing that defines his game, really. Um he's he a just good kinda has all around compact, sure, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's what it comes down to it, Augusta. And he's been playing great, so I I mean He's I gonna play like well. My I think yeah. he'll play well. Yeah. But uh all right guys, anything else on the Masters other than it's just gonna be the greatest four days of our lives <laughs> uh yeah can i just say that i'm very upset that ricky fowler is not in this masters i love pulling for ricky fowler i love <laughs> that man and i was really upset that he's not that he's not going to be participating in this one he's been kind of not playing well I know, <laughs> he's been clearly, playing horribly you know, clearly, so bad clearly yeah. he hasn't been but no i just i really yeah. i just like him and i like Paul ricky Paul. ricky really fowler good. shout out how many pods give a ricky fowler shout out not enough not, that's <laughs> yeah, seriously not, not enough <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, um, now let's, uh, you know how Jim Nance goes from the uh, tournament to March Madness, or from March Madness to the Masters. We're going to go the other way. We're going to go from the Masters back to March Madness here. And yeah, that Gonzaga UCLA game was unbelievable. Uh, the Pac 12 is back. UCLA is back. I love that, even though I'm a Duck fan. We like the Pac being back, but, uh, and uh, I mean, we should get out just... that we are recording it right before the championship game. So you're probably yeah. in our predictions, uh, like as the game's tipping off, <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe we shouldn't talk too much about this 
game, but I think if Gonzaga wins, like they are blue blood at this point. Like they've been in the mix over and over again. They got their natty, like call it like their college basketball blue blood. And if Baylor wins, like that's a great step for that program. And like, they were a great team, but I still want to see them do more before I think that they're going to be a, a contender every year for the, for a national championship. Yeah. No, you, you always see Gonzaga always up there, like the elite eight, the final fours. And I think they're kind of a train right now. So I, I'd, I would like Don't to see sleep on Mark few. The only thing no, is, uh, no. yeah, great. Coach. I, I, I mean, this was really the first time the Zags were tested and they use a lot of energy. Two day turnarounds, quick time. Baylor is going to play better defense than UCLA. I don't know if they can score as easily as UCLA was. Uh, but I, I don't know. Baylor, I think, has a real good shot here. Uh, I agree, Terry. You know what's funny Lock about Baylor in. is, and I was talking to someone else about this, but. I feel like Baylor was one of those teams this year where it's like they were really good, but then like, you know, they lost Oklahoma state in the big 12. And then you just, I kind of just like forgot about them. I was like, Oh, like, you know, they're probably just going to lose in the tournament. But like they are a legit team. And I can, I like constantly forget that. And now yeah, here well said. I mean, the, like, yeah, these are the well, two these best teams good. in college. Like, we're getting a great the best championship. Too. Yeah. And yep. Baylor was undefeated until they yeah. had a whole COVID pause that kind of threw everything off. Like they were up there with Gonzaga. They were supposed to play Gonzaga, and then that game got canceled due to COVID. That would have been great to see That's earlier crazy. this year. But I think at the end of the day, this game is going to come down to Baylor is going to get more stops than Gonzaga. And as long as Gonzaga doesn't just get like super hot from three, I think Baylor's going to win. I think me and Jerry are kind of yeah defensive championships. That. Yeah, I mean that is correct. You know, defensive championships and uh, Baylor's a little bit better on that side of the ball than Zags, even though the Zags have been overwhelming. So uh, but- one other thing on college basketball I wanted to ask you guys. So, I I mean, I've been all in on college basketball. College basketball might be my favorite sport, but I know that a lot of people aren't, and I think you guys aren't as much as I am. So I would like to ask you guys if college basketball is officially back as being a great sport after this great March Madness. No. And here's why. <laughs> well, Drew ponders his answer. Uh, next season, you're going to have a whole new crop of teams. All new freshmen are coming in. Going to have to relearn all the guys. That's why it's probably good. not going to be paying attention till February, till the, till the tournaments again. And then March Madness is going to happen. I'm going to be like, this is sick. This is all the best you, tournament. Jerry. I'm going to get into it. <laughs> I just don't get into college basketball until tourney time, like conference tournaments, unless it's my team. I just don't have the time or the effort to put into figuring out who all these teams are on like the big 12 and the big 10. It's just not something that I can hold my interest throughout the course of the regular season, but the tournament is definitely the best thing in sports. Yeah. It, it's back in terms of like the excitement and like one of the best playoffs and like the end of season things that happens. But as far as college basketball as like a collective whole, no, it's just it's like just, by the, the time it rolls back around, back. The tournament is yeah. back. I, you know, that's I all do you can know. ask for. Yeah, like I love watching all right. basketball, but the tournament. <laughs> like, true, by the time it bad. rolls back around in November, like I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna do the same okay. thing next year, which is the, which yeah. is my problem here. So I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna watch the tournament. Hundred percent, hundred percent. All right. Well, to cap off, <laughs> I guess we'll talk about Darnold. But another great 
start of April sporting event is the MLB started. And it's just great to have the, I mean, we're not going to come out here and make any proclamations about certain things, but so like it's been three games, but MLB's back. I'll let you guys great. talk about, about baseball in a second. I just want to get this out there, right. As a Red Sox fan and why I'm out on baseball. I, you guys as suck. usual. Yeah. So exactly. So <laughs> as usual, I was golfing on Sunday, got off the course, not even an hour into the game. Check my phone. I'm like, Oh, the Sox just, you know, first pitch happened like 45 minutes ago. Check my phone. I was like, oh, I'm going to check in on the socks. You know, early in the season, I tried to pay attention a little bit. We're down 10 nothing. I said, yeah. are you shitting me? Is this, an, <laughs> this is a mistake. We're down 10 nothing. It's the third I inning. did the exact same what thing. What happened? I did the exact same thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what? So I'm out, <laughs> as usual. No, dude, the offense, the offense will come for the Red Sox. Uh, John Means, in that first game, he absolutely just dominated us. So, like, tip your cap to him. But the offense will come back. They're winning. They were winning like three nothing today. So they'll find it. You know, like Tosh said, it's only. Thanks for the Orioles. Is bad luck. Bad luck. On our baseball preview pod. So go back and listen to that if you haven't. That was last week. J Rob was on, and he was adamant that the Red Sox were going to be on the borderline of contention in the AL East and uh, getting swept by the Orioles to open the season. Is not a. <laughs> Not a great way to start that, but I do think the offense will be good for the Red Sox. I do. No, today today to was opening day. Today was opening day for us. We forget about but yeah. That. More for Let's, more. On I mean, baseball. it's not like we had three games at Fenway Park, but <laughs> to open the season, <laughs> so I said that was like you went zero and three for the first time since nineteen forty eight. Jesus yeah. Christ, Gary's <laughs> out on the Red Sox. I'm but, so uh, out. <laughs> more on for more on the baseball. Check out that baseball pod. That was a fun one with me and J Rob. Uh, Lastly, what the hell are the Panthers doing giving up multiple picks for Sam Darnold? That dude absolutely sucks. But does he? Let me pose this to you guys. Everyone says he sucks, but did you watch the who has he played with? Who has he played with? I mean, yeah, but like is Sam Darnold ever really gonna be that good of a quarterback, Jared? I mean, with Curtis Samuel, he'll be he can't be worse. <laughs> he just guy, can't be Jared. worse behind the Panthers O line. He's uh, not the guy. Yeah, not the guy. He's not the guy. I don't think like, he's the guy either, but three, I don't think he's as bad as everyone thinks he is. Gary, I don't know if you want to hit your uh, bandwagon to I Sam don't. Darnold. I don't. I'm already on Danny Dimes. <laughs> I don't need to be on Sam Darnold. <laughs> I can be like out on three that. draft picks. I so the, I oh, we got to do a uh, an NFL pod here. So, I mean, the Jets, they're definitely taking a quarterback now. They're at two, right? So, they, I mean, Jets are taking Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson, right? And I guess there yeah. was that big Niners trade. We haven't really talked about that. But I, who do you, no, do you think the Niners are taking? Dude. They're either going to take Jones, Mac dude, Jones. they're taking trade. Jones. Mac Jones is the most you Kyle think? Shanahan quarterback of all time. <laughs> you don't think it'll be Fields or Lance? Dude. Okay, so Mac. Fields is it would be a good pick. I think he's going to be decent, um, especially if he can not if he can limit his turnovers. Dude, Trey Lance has been skyrocketing up big boards out of nowhere, and that terrifies well, me. If they, I, traded the drafted, pit, they, they traded for the pick right after Trey Lance's pro day, and Mac Jones and, and Fields didn't have their pro day yet. But I don't want to be knows? that guy that says Trey Lance is a bust right now because I got to do some more film study before this draft. But these late risers never pan out. Like <laughs> Blake Bortles, bust. Although he did get to the AFC Championship game. Mitch Trubisky. 
Mr. Trubisky bust. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> Trey Lance is like another guy. that's like, Oh, this guy's a big arm. Look at these throws he made in college. Like uh, the late risers sketch me out, <laughs> but I'll, I'll get back to y'all. I'll, I'll hit the film. I'm excited for this, for this draft preview and definitely the draft, uh, the draft tournament we're putting together. Uh, a little, little gambling in there. So stay tuned. I'm excited for that as well. Uh, all right, Drew, anything else you want to add here on the, on the uh, pod this week? Um, I mean, I'm just I'm excited for, for the spring season of sports. I think it's good. Everything's, everything's coming back. And I'm excited yeah, for Thursday. Back. Really excited for Thursday. Everything's back. Jerry, any, back. <laughs> yeah. anything you want to add here before we sign off? Oh, just excited for the Masters. The NFL draft's coming up. Masters yeah. is back. Yeah, we're pumped. That is good stuff. Watching all day, Thursday, Friday, as we work. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Tosh and Jerry podcast. As always, we appreciate you spreading the word about this amazing podcast. Tell your friends, post on social media, and we appreciate it. With that, 2TV Sports is signing off the mic. <laughs>